Rooster Tail Talk, a podcast dedicated to everything related to the sport we all love, hydroplane racing. I'm your host, David Newton, and it's time once again, so sit back, relax, and welcome to Rooster Tail Talk. It is August 2nd, 2022, and this is episode 92. Well, the Columbia Cup is behind us, and how, how did you do on Deck to Deck? Did you get the picks in that you wanted? Are you at the top of your leaderboard for whatever league inside the Fantasy League of Deck to Deck that you're on? Well, hopefully you enjoyed the weekend. Hopefully you survived the heat. Man, it was hot. We've got more racing action this weekend. Seafair is upon us. We're only a few days away from that. But we got to get back to this interview with Corey Peabody. I had a great chat with him, and I teased us last week. The episode ran a little short, I know. But we're going to get back into the mix of it. We just talked about his first year in the limited hydroplanes racing for Graham Trucking. And then he got over to Strong Racing. And that's really where he made a splash in the sport. And we're going to talk about his first career victory today. And we'll continue on to talk about how his years progressed with Strong Racing. Some of the highs, some of the lows. And what we can look forward to in the future for Corey Peabody and Strong Racing. Well, last year was Daryl's. First year as an owner in the mm-hmm. sport, Daryl Vanessa Strong, been the sponsor before, but I'd say he made the big a big splash last year, winning some races. But I'd say probably a highlight of the year has to have been the the Columbia Cup victory, uh, which you took away with the nine. Yeah. Can you walk us through that final heat and kind of what was going through your mind? Um, we had a good start. I mean, we, could, we were, I think I was in lane three. Jamie was in one. Mike was in two. I was in three. Andrew was in four. And uh, we come off the start. And me and Mike were there, and we go into that first turn, and I'm right on Mike's hip, and I'm looking over, and I know uh, Andrew's back there. I mean, he, I knew he was right there, and mm-hmm. we come into that turn, and we're heading down, and I'm like, man, we he's not pulling away, but he's, he's pulling away, but he's not pulling away. He's got, he, uh, by the time we got down to the entrance of turn two, he had made a little ground, but I know, I. My boat just goes through the corner. It's rough through the corner, but it, it it's really good through the corner. So coming off that corner and then, you know, halfway up the straightaway, I got a lot of acceleration and stuff. So I was uh, moving along pretty good, and uh, I saw parts start flying off his boat. And so I'm like, oh, my God. So I slide. I stayed outside a little bit because there's parts flying off. You know, yeah. I don't want anything to hit my prop, but um, we're just rolling and, Campbell's on my radio, Jeff Campbell, and he's just like, be patient, be patient. You know, you have, we have five laps. You don't have to pass them right now. Just let it happen. You know, mm-hmm. So he's just constantly in my ear about being patient You know, because we knew it was happening to his boat, and it just had to be smart and uh, let the race come to us. And so I hung back there and just you know, let – I mean, I didn't slow down or anything. I, I'm going for it, but at the same time, I'm not trying to – you're being, smart, you're being smart about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we were gaining on him and gaining on him. And then going into turn two one time, I, I was turning the boat, and all of a sudden I just went out like four lanes. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I just lost the race. <laughs> I was devastated. I was like, I can't believe that just happened. Luckily, there was nobody around us or anything, but it just, I was turning, and Everything was great, and all of a sudden the boat just drifts out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And 
luckily, I think it was the next lap, I was able to get right back there. And then when we were coming through turn one again, I think he was just on the buoys and he was trying to straighten it out. And I think he hit a hole or something. And then I just went right by him, you know, mm -hmm. and then it was, it was on. I mean, it was, that was our race. I mean, we were going to, we were going to get it. So it was exciting. Man, yeah. was it ever. It was so cool. Just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's something you think about. You're like, oh man, I'd like to win that race. And to do it in Daryl and Vanessa's hometown, that was sweet. It was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, that's got to be the first meaningful victory for you. Yeah, um, to do that in front of them mm -hmm. in their hometown, right? Yeah, it was really cool. Even the, I mean, it's kind of very storybook if you look at it. You know, it's like me and Mike, friends forever, driving on the same team at this level. Mm -hmm. Like our first, our first race with them as owners, we were the fastest qualifier. Mm -hmm. We won the first heat. We won the first race. We went one two in the first race down at Gunnersville. Super cool. Second race wasn't so good. Um, Mike spun out and ripped the skid fin almost off the boat and stuff like that. I was able to get a third, so that was cool. So we got on the podium. And then Columbia Cup, one, two again. You know, I mean, how awesome is that? And then same as going to or San Diego. But San Diego kind of just, we got one, first and third. Mike won that one. But San Diego for us was a mess, you know. Yeah. But it, it worked out, you know. <laughs> but it, it worked out, but it was... It just fell in our lap, those things. But I mean, how cool was to be on the podium every single race and in their first year and just, yeah. it just really, it amps up your honor to have that success. And so it started to carry over to this year. Well, it's impressive to see the ambition this team has and how well they did the first year and they're continuing at a high level this year as well. Right. You finished 2021 in third place in high points. So kind of continuing your climb up there with a lot of things, right? So I'm, I'm thinking, you, or I've seen you've shown a lot of growth in your driving, really shown a lot of confidence and determination as a driver. Yeah, and I feel like it has to happen, you know, it just doesn't happen overnight, right? That carries over from the off season. Right. And with the hydroplanes, they have a long off season, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The summer, summer sport. So I'm just curious as a driver, what are some things that you do to maintain your focus and driving skills at the highest levels? Well, uh, you run the inboards and stuff like that. And then I just, me, I just think about it all the time. I think about the heats I did and I, I just go through what I could have done differently. So, you know, for, for me last year, last year was me learning the boat and, and, and figuring it out. And then, um, like the nine, the boat, the nine was super fast last year. Corey as a driver was not super fast. I was okay. But it wasn't about me going out there and being super fast. It was me going out there and learning that boat. That boat is completely different than the 98, you know, mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. So it was me going through my process to where I'm comfortable hanging that boat out and driving it because I've been an owner my whole life on a boat. Mm -hmm. And so I look at things a little bit differently than some guys do. Some guys are just like, get in it, whiskey throttle, and go, you know. So I'm not. I needed to go through my process because mm -hmm. I've always had to fix it and pay for it myself. <laughs> so... Um, I just needed to go through my process and, you know, f figure it out. And then, uh, once I did that coming into this year, I was like, we're going for it. I mean, we're, we're here to win. Yeah. And so 
that's what we did. And you could see the difference in the driving and you can see the difference in the way the boats fly in and all that stuff. So going into the lane one and, you know, getting after it. And so for me, it's being comfortable and just thinking about the heat and what I could have done differently to, to that prepares me. So right now I haven't had the opportunity to do a lot of inboard this year because um, a lot's happened in life this year mm -hmm. for me. So, you know, when I was going to go race at, you know, do a race here and do a race there, um, it just hasn't worked out. So I'll just mentally prepare and yeah, that's, that's what I'll do is just mentally prepare and just, that's all I can do you yeah. know, right now. So I don't have a boat anymore. I sold it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I just think, I think it has to be so hard as a driver to really maintain that focus because the, the, the season is shorter. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's five race season. Yeah. Years before, maybe had nine or 10, but mm -hmm. still, it's not like a 20 something race circuit where right. you get weekend a week out. I wish it was. Time in the, in the boats, right? So yeah. it's um, just always been curious what. How else you can really, what else can you do to prepare? Yeah, I mean, when I had the inboard, that's what I would have done. And, and that was my plan this year is to just stay in the inboard. But I had, you know, with my, my kids so busy and then my dad passed away like a month ago, a month, month and a half ago. So, you know, between when inboard season started and he got diagnosed with cancer, I mean, it was only five weeks later that he passed. So I was gonna go race these races, and then with my dad being diagnosed, I'm like, I'm not going. And then the next race, I'm not going. And then, you know, now, then the unlimited season started, so I missed all those. And the boat's now actually back east, so doing a race, and Scott Littlecoat's gonna drive it. But um, hopefully, we can get it back here pretty soon, and I'll, I'll go run it, you know, but I didn't get to run it nearly as much as I wanted to, you know, so. In a perfect world, I'd be driving all the time, but right. I, I can't right now. So I got to do what I can, and that's when it gets back. Hopefully, I can get into the boat and then just stay focused on watching my heats and watching what I did and learning that way. Yeah. So mainly watching watching that canard and how we run it. And that's what I mean. That's where you you can gain and lose so much speed just by that canard. I mean, oh, a sure. ton, a sure. ton. So it's getting comfortable flying the boat and yeah. watching that heat. Okay, I was burying the nose there and just getting comfortable there, like that way. So, well, that's one the helpful thing about the sport, right? You have so many cameras on the boat. You probably yeah. can go back and look at footage where 30 years ago you're looking at ESPN footage, which right. was I don't know if that was really helpful or not. But. Probably. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this year, you definitely started off on a good note, right? Yeah. Crew, I mean, the boat looked ready to go for the season mm -hmm. and testing over in Tri-Cities. You looked stellar in qualifying and racing, mm -hmm. and you won the Gold Cup in yeah. Arizona, Alabama. So starting the year off on a high note, what does it mean to, I mean, think about it. Names like Dave Bilwak, Chip Hanauer, Mark Tate, Bill Muncie, Jimmy Shane, Jay McAkelly, and your names joined with that group on the Gold Cup. Yeah. Is that real for you? It's real now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the freaking gold cup, you yeah. know. And uh, it's downstairs right now. Yeah. So, it's uh, it's so cool. Like you, you can't you can't 
really put a whole lot of words to it when it happens because it's it's surreal and uh, it was a, it was a really cool day and I'm I mean there's guys on my team that like Pat Berryman he's been involved in Unlimited since for 30 years and he's never mm -hmm. got a gold cup and that was his first gold cup you know that's that's cool to me too you know not just that my name's on it that's that's great but you know Pat's got a ring now he's mm -hmm. gonna get a ring you know that's really cool to me like you can it's really cool that I got to go out there and drive it but knowing that the guys that really wanted a gold cup on the team they, they never got one so mm -hmm. you know I'm it's not about just me so it's it's just really cool for the whole team and just Daryl and Vanessa second year getting a gold cup so that's that's it's just really neat yeah. it's really neat it, cool. it's 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 good stuff yeah oh yeah, yeah. well I, I know I knew Pat in the 90s because he helped Ken for a while there mm -hmm. and he's been around the sport for a while so yeah. it's cool to hear hear that you know He's finally got that ring. He's finally associated. With his first win was in that boat too, the nine. Yeah, yeah, that was his. He got he got asked to drive that boat down to San Diego, and that was that first boat's race. And Bill Walk won that race in the boat, and yeah. now he got his gold. Too. Yep, and now he got his gold cup out of that yeah. same boat. It's wow. pretty. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, that's pretty. That's special. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So that's really cool to me. Yeah. You know, also. Yeah. So. I think that's really, that's awesome. All right, well, you definitely came, started off on a great high note, but unfortunately you went from one of the highest moments of your probably career, mm -hmm. winning the Gold Cup, to going the next weekend in Madison, Indiana, fighting for the lead, mm -hmm. which I thought you were gonna have it there in the last lap, but mm -hmm. go upside down, flipping in the final heat, which first and foremost, glad you're safe, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, the, the, safe, the sport is quote unquote safe now, mm -hmm. right? But so many things could happen. Just glad that you're safe. Talk us through that experience. What was that like in that final heat? Um. Well, it was. Uh, it was. It was a lot of fun until the accident. Um, <laughs> I was trying really hard. You know, I got. I had a good start. Went in that first turn. Came out ahead of Jimmy. He came up next to me. We ran down. I think I had, you know, maybe a boat length, maybe a half a boat length on him going up that back stretch and just he was on the inside and you know, he was able to dictate the I mean he was able to come through that second turn and get out ahead of me a little bit and uh you know, then it was me chasing him and I just I, he was right there, so I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing mm -hmm. and I fell back a little bit and I knew he was in he was in like lane one and a half and you know down turn one it's super rough and there's that big hole and i'm on the outside so i'm trying to keep it wound up a little bit more and i know he's going through that stuff so i'm making up i'm making up ground on him there you know and then i'm also making up ground on him down at the other turn um and so it was it was just chipping away you know and uh it just came down that i almost I almost blew it over on the back stretch um, by the bridge. Him and I were going, I think it was the lap before the accident, maybe lap three, two, maybe probably lap three. And we were just flying the boat and it, it got up and I was able to get it back down, but then it came back up again and I was riding it and I got it down and then come through the corner and 
flying down that backstretch, but I was catching him. You know, I was mm -hmm. I was giving it everything I had, and there's just those two rollers, and I went up one, and then I came I was coming down, and then I hit the other one, and it just launched me up, and there was nothing I could do. I mean, I. I Instantly went to full canard to try and bring it down, and I was trying, and I thought it was going to come down for a second, but it didn't, and, you know, <laughs> over we went, so that was that. Was that. It was unfortunate, but, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was rolling pretty good, you yeah. know, on the outside there, and Jimmy was rolling too, so, I mean, that boat's super fast, Jimmy's boat, you know, so... We'll fix the boat, and uh, we'll make it better, and we'll make it faster. So it'll be back that same boat, yeah. and uh, it's it's. I'm gonna come back after them. You know, that's we're racing. You know, and it was great. It was it was a it was a really exciting race. So I'm I know a lot of people enjoyed it. So that's what really. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. super happy, and they got a really good show there. That was. That was good stuff. Yeah, it was. It was great four laps, I'll say. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I, for a split second, I thought it was going to come down. I was hanging there, but then... It, yeah, it it, it, it hung, yeah. but it got real quiet then, and then just went over, and I was like, son of a gun. You know, it's like, <laughs> man. Because I was, I thought I was, I thought I would get really close to him. My plan was the lap before... I noticed he hit that hole really good in the middle of turn one and he went down and then if you actually watch the video you can see where he it struggles to get out of the corner and I, I, could, I saw that happening and I was like okay he's still in that same area I'm gonna I was thinking I'd be able to get him around right there at that exit and then get out in front of him and I didn't make it to the turn so <laughs> <laughs> it happens though you know it was a racing accident and I'm okay, but <clears throat> wasn't even sore the next day, which is crazy. Like that's amazing. Yeah, not sore at all. That's amazing. So yeah, it wow. was no bruising, no nothing. My knee hurt, you know, for a few hours. Just you know, was kind of tingly for a mm -hmm. few hours after the accident, but I was completely fine. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it shows you know how how many years of development's come mm -hmm. to to get this fort how safe it is now. Yeah, that's awesome. The boat's a mess, but you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But that's that's all right. We got some talented guys, and yeah, they're they say they can make it better. They can make it better. They can make it faster. So that's what we're gonna do. That's mm -hmm. that's the plan. Well, we did take we took a tour earlier. We walked around it. We looked over the um, what's left of the boat right now. Mm -hmm. And I know you're gonna do it right. You're gonna take your time. Yeah devote the off-season to getting it to where it should be. Mm -hmm. But can you tell the fans kind of what needs to happen for it to be back on the water? What are you, what's the crew going to be working on for that nine? Uh, I mean, the, we got to get a new spar. The spar snapped in half, so the front spar. So that's got to, we got to cut that, got to get the old one out, and then uh, we'll get a new one put in. So that needs to happen. We got to cut the decks back and check all the frames. So we got to pull back some of the decks and check all that out. Then we got to cut some of the bottom out where it's, it just tore the bottom on the right side. So we got to get that fixed. Uh, the Sponson is obviously sitting in this shop and our boat's over there. So <laughs> we'll, uh, 
tear the decks off that Swanson and replace all the broken frames in there. Um, we're going to change some of our hardware that's inside the boat, so we'll be moving some frames around too to uh, accommodate the new hardware that's going to go in it. Um, then it's just, you know, put the boat, the boat's going to go on the jig uh, Friday or Saturday um, uh, this coming week. So we were trying to do it last weekend, but we just ran out of time. So we'll lift the boat up Friday and Saturday, Friday or Saturday, drop it on and uh, make sure everything's square and, and it's right. So um, after that, it's just, like I said, we'll be tearing all that stuff off. And when we get the decks off the Swanson, we'll put it up there and start putting things where they need to go and start gluing stuff together. And in the conversation, it goes quick. It's like the DIY home show, you know, <laughs> half an hour, but it's going to take us some time. Yeah, yeah, just a couple things. Yeah, just a few things. Yeah. Just a few things. So, so. so you're saying you couldn't have had that done in two weeks? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I'm joking. Um, on top of that, we got to build a ton of new parts because the fairings are gone, the A-frames are gone. The A-frames can be replaced or fixed, one bent. So we'll get the A-frame fixed. Um, we got to build new. That was a brand new. That was a brand new canard. That was a brand new cowling. Those were brand new fairings. Those fairings that we did, it's 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 so sad. We built them. They were on the fairings were on the carbon roll on four day five days before we went to Gunnersville. Yeah, so we made those two fairings in you know five days after work mm -hmm. down here and painted them, bodyworked them, painted them. We put them on. Me and Jeff Campbell and Sam were here at 11 o'clock the night before our boats went to Gunnersville, putting those, sliding those over the A-frames because we wanted some new ones. And uh, it's too bad those went, you know. We yeah. worked so hard. Five, <laughs> four or five days of built some, yeah. you know, that, and they went away. They, the paint was still tacky when we were setting them on the, uh, the A-frame. So it was like, man, but all those new parts. So we just, all winter, we built all those new parts, and they just <laughs> gone. So that's hard, but yeah. Sandy Pearl's gonna start building parts, so right. they'll be busy all winter. We'll get another cowling built, we'll get another canard built, we'll get a new rear wing built, we'll get a couple of everything built. So right. it'll be busy off season. Well, it'll be ready for 2023 then. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it'll be ready. It will be ready. Well, one thing that's unfortunate for you, I mean, you were right there with the high points. Yeah. I mean, you're in contention for it. Yep. Um, I mean, really, if, if you would have won that final heat, would have been in the lead now. Uh -huh. Not trying to, yeah, <laughs> not trying to I burn know. you. It's it, okay. But, um, so Daryl made the decision, race the one boat rest of the year. Yeah. We're going to change the name and the number from the eight to the nine. Mm -hmm. And you got graphics going on here later this week. And Jeff's going to remain, or J. Michael is going to remain in the cockpit. Right. So, are you going to be able to get into that boat at all and maybe do some heats, do some laps um, with that with That's that not or? up to me. I mean, that's up to Brian and Daryl. Brian, our crew chief, and Daryl. Okay. But, I mean, the decision was made. The, the reality of it is, like, a lot of people, you know, I've read stuff, but the, the decision was made, like, Daryl calls me and says, what do you think we should do? And literally, 
I said the same thing that Daryl said, that Brian said, and Jeff Campbell said. We all, without even anything, it was all of us had the same idea what we needed to do to continue going after the points, mm -hmm. and it made it really easy, you know. So it was a decision that we all made, the same decision without talking about it. So, um, so hopefully it works out, you know. I mean, we've been doing some stuff to Mike's boat. You know, he's been lacking some speed, but we think we got some things figured out. So hopefully it can go out there and do really well. We're going to send him with everything we got to, to do it. And I'll go, like I said. I don't know if I'll drive. Um, I'll still go to all the races, and I'll, I'm going to help out what I can. But, you know, I got to be there in case something happens to Mike. I can jump right. in. But uh, as far as driving it outside of that, if something happened, um, like I said, that's a... That's a Brian Haney and Daryl Strong thing. I'll do whatever they need me to do. So. Well, smart approach for this year. Just unfortunate. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I heard some chatter. Daryl, maybe it's just internet rumors or whatever, but getting ready for next year, 2023. Obviously, you're going to get your boat patched up yeah. where it should be. But is there any options or talk about maybe having a backup boat available and viable? For the just in, in case scenario yeah this, that's this scenario right now you know we had talked about it before you know daryl wants to have two first place boats so you know we talked about it last year i'm like if you want two first place boats we better get a backup boat because something's going to happen mm -hmm. you i mean it's it's going to happen so and he was always on board with it so now that it's actually happened you know we're really talking about yeah we definitely need to get another haul and uh so that, that is the plan, whether it happened, it's not going to, I mean, we're not going down to get one right now, but, um, you know, if, if the right, if the right deal comes up and, you know, Daryl's about it, you know, he wants, he doesn't, we had sponsorship, we had, we had links healthcare on mm -hmm. our boat, you know, so we have sponsorship, we have Northway Construction, we have some other sponsors on there that, you know, we had obligations to, so luckily we have the two boats. And we can put it on that one, and all of them were okay with it, so that's good. But I mean, we don't want to have to do that again. Right. So we talked we talk about it all the time about you know halls that are out there and stuff, you know. And everybody has their opinion. You know, Daryl's probably had four hundred phone calls about this <laughs> stuff, you know, like. But you know, it'll it'll happen. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to happen right now, or or tomorrow, or a week from now. You know, sometimes Daryl's like, oh, we don't need that. And then he called me the next day. He goes, okay, go get it. You know, so <laughs> you never know with Daryl. I mean, right. he's, he is very spontaneous. He's, he's an amazing owner. He doesn't, he's, he's great to drive for because there's nothing that I've said that I need or I want, not even need, if need is no, if, if I want, he's like, go get it, you know, go get it, go get it. Let's get it. I don't need you to want it. Let's go get it. So, I mean, he's all on board. So, that new we'll we'll get a haul. We'll get a haul. All right, we'll have one. Right. So. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what will happen. I just love hearing and I mean, all the stories I hear about the team mm -hmm. just seems like it's a tight knit bunch mm -hmm. and super dedicated to the sport. So I just love hearing all the positives. We're not yeah. hearing negatives. So it's we awesome. we have a team that's 
a lot of these guys have been together for a long time, you know, so we all know each other, we're all friends, we all, you know, talk and stuff like outside of the shop, so um, some more than others, but, you know, it's, it's, we've all been around each other for a long time, and uh, so it really works out. Um, we're around each other a lot, so, you know, there's days that, you know, you want to squeeze somebody's neck, but you don't, and, uh, but that's just it, I mean, there's a lot of us, there's, we have, a, we're a team of, what, 25, we, we travel with, like, 30 people, you know, I think we have, you know, probably 25, I can't, I don't even know the number, but, I mean, that's a lot of personalities mm -hmm. to be, you know, dealing with, so, and it, sometimes it gets hard, you know, but that's okay. I mean, I shouldn't say hard. Nothing's really hard. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and we always do. So they're a great bunch of great group of guys, and uh, they work hard. So it's cool to give them a gold cut. So <laughs> you know, it's, they worked really hard. They got a gold cut. You know, so right. it's nice to get them a team championship. You know, yeah. so okay. we're gonna give it, give it our all. So. Mm -hmm. It'll be hard to see the nine on Mike's boat, though. I mean, it's hard just because it's like, as I get closer to that day when it yeah. goes out there, it's like every day it's getting a little harder, a little harder. I'm happy for him, you know, he gets to race, you know, so it's just, man, yeah. man, so, well, hello. hopefully once you see it leave the dock, it'll, those feelings will kind of dissolve i don't know yeah it will it's Once, all about the team right yes yes it is all about the team and it's 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 all about the team i'm i'm 100 on board i'm i'm super happy for him you know we we have an opportunity to you know go out there and win and you know i, I know he can do it so i just wish it was you know i wish we had our both our boats right. you know so yeah. that's too. where it's hard you know just we don't have the two boats and that's what we were gonna do, and I just had to find that little roller. But what can you do, right? Well, they they find you, right? Yeah, you're not looking for them. Yeah, I wasn't looking for it. I definitely wasn't looking for it, but it found me. So right. that's okay. That's okay. Well, this episode may not air ahead of time, but uh, coming up for the Columbia Cup, are we gonna hear your voice once again for the the voice competition, or is that? Kind of over. No, we're doing it again. I want it. I won it again last year too. Right. So yeah. So I got a. I won the. I won the trophy again last year. Although we didn't get a trophy, but it's an issue. Right. I won the comp. I won the competition last year. The voice offer. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I don't know. What would you call it? Uh, we'll go to the voice. Okay, we'll call it the voice. Yeah. yeah. I won it last year. I, I sang a La Bamba. Oh. Right. Yeah. Right. So, in Spanish. Really? Yeah. Do you speak I, Spanish? No, but just La Bamba. I can do La Bamba. Okay. I, it's, I'm sure. I'm sure a Hispanic person who speaks Spanish <laughs> was like, "What did he just say?" Because I'm sure it wasn't correct, but it sounded good. All right. You know. Right. So, right. yeah, I won that last year. So I don't know what I'm gonna do this year, but it'll be something good. I'm not. Well, you gotta gotta have a three peat. <laughs> I gotta win something. I don't have a boat. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta win the karaoke contest. I can't win the race, so I gotta do something. I'll figure it out. I kind of, I kind of wing it. I'll figure it out right when I get there. Like right as I'm walking up to sing, I'll, I'll 
something will come to me. Alright. So. Alright. I'm going to be able to get another recommendation for you. Nice, nice, nice baby. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you for your time, Corey. It was great talking with you. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing you back in the boat next year. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Alright, man. Thank you. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our episode. Make sure you come back next week to listen to our next episode. We release new episodes every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your podcast player, as well as rate and review your experience. For more updates on Hydro News, check us out on social media. We're on the major players, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rooster Talk is also online with our website, www.roostertailtalk.com. On the website, you can sign up for an email subscription list to get notifications on upcoming episodes, Hydro News, podcast updates, and much, much more. Finally, this is a free podcast to all of our listeners. And if you're really enjoying your experience and want to help us to continue to grow and expand, please donate. You can find a link to donate through PayPal on our website through the support tab. So until next time, I hope to see you at the races.